This year, everybody's so excited to have their event back. From what we've heard, it's not only going to be like 2019, but it's going to be better. There's more events coming back online. Hello, and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today, we're joined by Nick Schmeichel, president and owner of Sideline Productions. We're going to talk about how things are going in his live event production business, the recent Snowcross event he helped with, and how events are coming back in 2021. And we're here today with Nick. Nick, how you doing? Pretty good, guys. Good, Matt. How you doing over there? I'm doing good, Justin. Thanks for asking. All right. Nick's here again for the third time. He wants to talk to us a little bit more about some of the recent events, including some Snowcross stuff. But can you give everybody a quick overview again of what you do just to refresh everybody? Yeah, we bring the big TVs that everybody <laughs> likes to big events. That's a funny story. Like uh, Brian uh, that works with me, he was working a NASCAR event and these two guys walked and put their chairs right in front of the big screen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the race was going on mainly around them and they just watched that. And, <laughs> and he saw Brian walk by with the Dactronics on and y'all the ones that make them big TVs. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. So they, they uh, call them big TVs. Yeah, they call it. Yeah. That's what we call them. We put up the big TVs for live events. So, okay. Yeah. But you do them. I would say in temporary setups though, right? Like, correct, like you're saying, correct. in case if someone hasn't listened to the last two podcasts with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So sporting events, uh, like we, we luckily, the NCAA tournament, even though a lot of them didn't have fans, we uh, still brought in scores tables for TV. Um, so we got to do those temporarily. Uh, we do our snowcross tour, our truck series in the summer, and then a bunch of different rodeos, concerts, festivals, stuff like that. Yeah, even, even graduations, right? The last time we talked to you, there was yep. a lot of graduations, especially coming out of COVID and, and different things yeah, going yep. on there. And we're actually, this weekend, we're doing uh, SDSU's graduation here on campus because SDSU is winning <laughs> and uh, they can't have it in the stadium. So we're, uh, we're uh, rocking on into the green and we're hoping that uh, we just want to... I'm loving it because we get an event and mm -hmm. SDSU and everybody else is loving it because the Jacks are moving on in the semis. So you mentioned some of these, and this kind of tied into a question we had, right, was when we when we talked to you last, you talked about high school graduations, but mm -hmm. at that time for you, it was, I would say it was a little too soon or fresh to talk about, <laughs> but it was COVID happened, and yeah. it was one of those, everything absolutely shut down for yeah. you to stop. So yep. at least it seems like things have been starting to, to pop back up since then. Yeah, so 2020, just to give you an idea, we had uh, from 2019 to 2020, we had an 80% reduction in business. So, uh, COVID hit our industry really hard. L luckily with the vaccines and everything coming out, we're starting to see some movement in the, in the event world. Uh, like our snowcross event, we had, you know, it's luckily those are outside. Mm -hmm. So a as we've moved through this progression of everything and people have understood COVID a little bit more, we can start having some of those freedoms back and, and, and figuring out where, what we can do safely and things. So some events are coming back online and uh, as the vaccine and stuff progresses through and as our numbers keep going down, I think summer's, summer and especially this fall are going to be huge for live events. Okay. You mentioned the, the graduation that you get mm -hmm. to be a part of. What other events have you kind of done in the past few months since we last spoke? Yeah. So, well, the snowcross tour ended in March. And then um, 
we April's kind of our restructuring month. That's what we call it. We call it the clean, <laughs> clean the gear, fix Sounds the fancy. gear, yeah. uh, uh, get everything ready for summer is, is really what it is. But uh, we had a couple of events. We had a one that got pushed last year to the fall is now back in the spring. We had a charity event down in Sioux Falls for um, that raises a lot of money for the ether, uh, the either Sanford breast cancer center down there. Okay. So we did that. Um, and then just really May, June, July, August and September, are the big months for us. So we're getting, we're getting prepped and ready in the shop and we're actually purchasing a new display from you guys here this month. So. Oh, breaking news. Oh, wow. <laughs> are we breaking news? I, I don't know if that's yeah. firm and we might've just broke some news. It is, it is, it is, it is. I just sent the, uh, signed contact contract today. So nice. Oh. Well, that's always good to, to find out. And you're talking about, you know, as, as the vaccines are going on and people know how to handle these events, it makes me think about, we've talked to some people in the sports industry even lately, right? They, they've been letting people in for live yeah. sporting events. And it's one of those, there's always a constant theme. As long as everyone like does these things, we can yeah. keep yeah. having these things. So yeah. don't, you know, don't mess it up. So we, we can't have these events anymore. Have you kind of been seeing that with some of the events you've been having? I think really what you're seeing is is a broad spectrum across everything from just the major league sports on on down. I would say some a lot of the things that we work with during the summer are going to be a little more cavalier than some of the major sports are. I mean, when you look at rodeos, I mean those guys are it's yeehaw and go. Uh, so they're they're gonna and they're all outdoors. Uh, yeah. I, I mean there's there's just so many things that we're gonna work on in the summer that everything is outdoors, and I think you're gonna see that more with baseball and football this fall with most of the stadiums being outdoors. I know we have some some domes and stuff, but mm -hmm. as we're as we're moving on, I mean look at college football too. This spring football that's going on, we're starting to see some more movement towards people being more comfortable with being outdoor events and even the indoor like you know some of the nhl stuff is allow are allowing people in now and i think we're just going to see that happening more and more is that something that is a really big benefit to you outdoor events what would you say percentage of your business wise are outdoor events oh yeah uh, a, a huge chunk okay. I, I would say if i had to add it'd be 80 percent or outdoors okay um okay. most of the indoors being like ncaa and anything oh, yeah, with right. the nhl yep I'm kind of thinking we talked about how, you know, what's what's even been different because of this. And we've joked about Snowcross, which yeah. kind of want to dive into maybe that over this last season and mm -hmm. how it was different. But I think we joked last time it was, yeah, this, this kind of lended itself nice to the current environment because when it's really cold outside, people are already wearing face masks. Yeah. Yeah. Goggles are completely bundled up. They're not always like right around each other. So it seemed to... To lend yeah. to that, could you maybe just talk a little bit about Snowcross this past year and how that went? Yeah, I think Snowcross was a very, very good series for them. You know, we had, there were some changes uh, due to state regulations. New York and Michigan had some hard stops on the amount of people they would let in, even in outdoor events. So there was some movements uh, to different, you know, uh, Michigan was moved to, or New York was moved to Sioux Falls, South Dakota here. Um, and... But other than that, the series was very well attended. Um, I've, I felt that it was it was uh, it was great racing. It was fun to just be back at live events. I that mean, honestly, say, like yeah. that yeah. that was a really that was a really great thing. And you could see from people like spectators that they were just happy to go do something. Yep. Even when it was like negative fifty out, we had a couple <laughs> of weekends where it was just like it was brutal, brutal conditions. <laughs> but um, 
I mean, you could just, you could feel the energy from the crowd that they were just happy to be back out. And, um, yeah, that's kind of, it was a boost. Nice. And I'm curious what happened with, uh, the, the event itself, what is, does the event entail? You mentioned racing. Yep. Can we explain it a little bit of what the event itself is and then what technology you provided? Yeah. So we, we bring, uh, two displays that are hooked into the broadcast, uh, team that goes out to CBS sports. So you can watch snow, uh, snow cross on CBS sports. It's really kind of like the best way I can describe it is, uh, like motocross and NASCAR. I mean, they're just, they're racing. Uh, it's not a flat track, but okay. it's, it's, <laughs> it's pros, uh, pro lights. There's a bunch of different levels on down to like, there's six year olds that come to this for okay. regional events. Like oh, it's wow. really cool. There's some kids that have the, the helmet with the Mohawk, the fake Mohawk in it. And, uh, it, it's a, just a, it's a big traveling regional and national series that, uh, they race. And then and it's, it's exciting. So. Sorry. So then for the, the displays that you have there, mm-hmm. is it kind of, are you doing any camera work too? Or like what's on the display? No live video going on is those, it? on those events. We are, we are not doing the production at those. Uh, they have a uh, company out of Coon Rapids, Minnesota that does that. But we, so we've essentially just take the feed and that company sends oh, gotcha. everything out to CBS sports. So it's, it's whatever goes to CBS sports comes to our displays. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of live stuff, obviously, but scoring and timing yep. and then uh, commercials that they play. And you obviously strategically place those around where the, the biggest crowds would be so they could see the, the yeah. track and the feeds. Yeah, a lot of time it comes in. It comes into the fact that we're if you think about it of like a NASCAR track, we'd be in the infield. OK, so oh, okay. we're in the center, typically facing the stands so people can see. Yeah, it's a good question because I've I've heard of Snowcross, seen pictures. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is it always like an oval track with? <laughs> oh no 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 no! Is they're they're very out? no they're very different. Um, Each I mean, place they go to too. Oh yeah, or? every track is okay. different. It's it's never the same, and that's what's kind of cool about about it. You, it depends on where they're at, location. Like in Deadwood, track is very small because it's it's in a it's in a grandstand arena area. So it's a smaller track because they don't have the space to fill it. So that gets, and that ends up being a more lap, higher lap count, faster pace, go, go, go. And then when they're on these ski hills, they'll, they'll have three different turn or like not three different turns. They have so many different turns in it that, um, whoops and different, different jumps and stuff that make it every track is different. Um, even from day to day, they'll restructure it too. So you said they relocated from New York to Sioux Falls because of certain restrictions and whatever. So they were trying to find a place to do it. Did that alter the track layout or did they just kind of try and make it as similar? Yeah, I I think they did try to make that one somewhat similar because the space in New York and Sioux Falls in terms of size was very similar. Okay. Uh, And they made a lot of snow. I think they said they made two million, used two million gallons of water to make all the snow (laughs) for Sioux Falls. So, uh, they made a lot of snow. That was a big one. And what the bummer was too, with that one is when they moved from New York to Sioux Falls, we obviously loved it. It's 50 minutes away. Yeah. It's a little bit easier. Uh, (laughs) So they were looking at, because this series did so well, there, very heavily attended. They were looking at having this, the final there Okay. (laughs) because the ski hill that it typically is on was same thing with COVID restrictions was having a hard time. So they just said, we'll move it here and have it in Sioux Falls. Well, then eight days before the finals, we had like a 
two week stretch of like Heat 60 wave. degree weather <laughs> and that two millions of gallons of snow went right back into the ground. So they had to move it back up to Northern Wisconsin to have it. Um, but it was, it was very cool to see the, um, just how quickly things can change, uh, which a bummer. We wanted to see the series final in, in Sioux Falls. It would have been a cool ending for us just to have a home South Dakota home event, but it was a cool location where they went to Northern Wisconsin's really pretty. And you still went up to Northern Wisconsin yeah, for that yep, one? Yep, oh, yep, awesome. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So was this, was this the first time that Sioux Falls had ever held a snow cross event or what? This is the first time. First time. Yes. And, and it, and this is kind of the interesting thing about this is like, this might have brought on a new opportunity, you know, with, with some challenges that were had with the series, the Sioux Falls event might become could potentially become a permanent spot for these guys to tour to. Nice. Uh, I know that the uh, Scott Wick, the fairgrounds manager there, absolutely loved it. He went and talked to some of the pros. They love the location. It seemed like everybody liked being there. Um, and, and Sioux Falls is kind of, you know, it's that nexus. It's I-29, I-90. It's <laughs> yeah. right there. So it's easy for people to travel to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, Sometimes when there's some challenges, it can bring about some good changes too. So, and obviously the turnout and everything went really well because that's why they decided, to, hey, we're going to come back for the <laughs> yeah. championship, right? Yeah. So, yeah. that's I, why I was just kind of curious for you because you've been doing this for how many years for Snowcross? You've been since 2012 when we started. So, I mean, we have a fair amount of listeners in Sioux Falls, so I don't yeah. mean to put you on the spot. So, but like, how did the how was the crowd there? Was it noticeably different than other places you've been to? I mean, I there's. There is heavily attended, New York is a very well attended event for okay. them. So that's not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a big thing with Midwest crowds that come out. Uh, <laughs> and it's kind of similar to rodeo. Uh, those guys come out when they're wanting, when they want to see something, they come out and they also like support it in, in a multitudes of ways. So beer sales were, from what I've told, very great, very good. Um, <laughs> merch sales were great. I mean, all these things are what keep events coming back. And, and I will say that Deadwood is also a very highly attended event. Like they sell out typically because they oh, don't okay. have enough room for stands. Um, but it, it was, I would say Sioux Falls was on par with some of their bigger, most attended events. And you think about that, they're, they're catering to a different crowd, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's probably the same type of people that like the Snowcross events and want to see them, but probably aren't going to travel to New York. I mean, they might travel to Wisconsin, but it just you, you're drawing a different crowd when you bring it to a different area. And if it's well attended, it shows good signs for the future events there. Yeah, and that's and that's how events stay at places too. And we try yeah. to tell people yeah. that you know, if you want to keep events, even if you don't want to attend it every year, you know, tell some people to go attend it because that's how things stay. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if events start to dwindle, that's where your events go. They disappear and they move on. Um, and I will say, you know, it's, it's hard to gauge this year about how well things are attended because of how bad 2020 was. <laughs> so people, anybody was just like, you know, I'm not saying this is the case, but like people that were just ready to go do something, even if they didn't really necessarily like Snowcross, they just went out to it, could have went out to something. attend it. And that could also turn them into fans as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's a fast paced sport. It's pretty, especially the pro finals and stuff like that. Those guys get pretty quick and it's fun to watch. That's, that makes me think of when, when sports got shut down, especially last year was, yeah. 
you find yourself watching sports that you normally wouldn't. I remember <laughs> on it was ESPN or ESPN two at one time. There was there was the cornhole tournament, yeah. right? Oh was, yeah, that's right. I was fascinated I by it because I had seen actually like live sports normally on was replay. ESPN. Three yeah, and I would never have watched it, but it was like yeah. I just I just want to see some kind of sporting event and competition right now, so I'm dialed yeah. in. Like. And the same thing happens with those live events. There's that pent up excitement to go do yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So, like you yeah. said, maybe that's part of, part of what played into a really good attendance there. But hopefully, it's something that people yes. want to keep going to. And I will, I will say with like what, like last year, the Sioux Empire Fair happened, and and they did a great job of trying to space people out. But those artists that attended that fair had not been working for like eight months, right? Like they, that was at the end of August or beginning of August. Mm-hmm. So at least, what is it, five months or whatever since March? Anyway, they, what is it? Five. Five, all right. Don't, don't look at <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh, you could tell the energy that those, those artists came out to thrill mm-hmm. that crowd. And I mean, you can go to shows and be like, yeah, okay, that guy collected his money. It's on down the road. <laughs> right. Like these guys came out to play. And I mean, they put on shows. They were playing longer than their set times. And they were just it, over excited to be back doing what they love to do. And I think you're going to see a lot of that this summer and fall. Everybody that wants to go see their favorite artist should get out and do it in their favorite sporting event because those guys are going to be putting on shows probably like you've never seen. Because like- they're going to be so excited to be out. Yeah, that's a great point. And it kind of leads right into the, the next thing we we're going to talk about is what do you have upcoming? What do you see coming down the road for this summer? So thankfully, looking at it, everything that we had in 2019 is back. Okay. Oh, okay. So um, we haven't, there's been no indications of canceling. Like last year, it was kind of rough. You know, you'd hear three days before the event. Okay. Like, hey, we're not having it. Oh, like, so <laughs> this year, everybody's so excited to have their event back. And, and um, they're doing what they can to space people out and make sure that everything's tried, you know, try to be as safe as possible in an mm-hmm. outdoor setting um, to try to get people back. And from what we've heard, it, it's not only going to be like 2019, but it's going to be better. There's more events coming back online. And I, I will say there. I, I feel for artists who haven't been paying attention to booking stuff now, because I think in these next couple of years, they're going to have a hard, if they don't have their booking agent, like going out and going, <laughs> they're going to have a hard time finding places and routes on their tours because everything is going to be booked because they're just pent up and they want to go. Yep. So yeah, we're summer is looking great. Summer fall is looking great. Um, and we'll just see how this all goes. Do you see any of the, we mentioned high school graduations from last year. Do you, mm-hmm. Is that something that people are continuing to do? I know you're helping out with SDSU, yeah. but like, no, is um, any of that repeat coming? I, I don't think so. And I think that comes from a lack of, or not a lack, actually understanding what's going on. Again, we've now had a year of this, over a year of this virus. We understand, we understand it more. In May last year, it was like the plague, yeah. <laughs> you know, the bubonic plague. It was the new thing that nobody knew much about. And, and I mean, I'm not trying to downplay the seriousness, like trying to compare, but we know a lot more about this virus and how to protect people. Uh, I think, again, I think the vaccine is helping. So uh, people are, I know in Brookings here, the graduation, they're having it in the Swift Health Center, but there's a limited number of tickets. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and I, I think a lot of people are doing that versus trying to have, you know, cause that's hard for, when you think about school districts and how 
typically hard up they are for money anyway in the public schools for them to shell out money to bring in a video screen and a stage and audio and stuff every they're not going to be able to do that uh especially when they've spent the money to build facilities to have them in normally (laughs) so um some of that stuff going is not going to happen but uh and we're okay with that it was fun to help with the year Mm that uh you know this i see this as a benefit of that we're not having them because yeah. it means some normalcy is coming back to life so, so, so you said you didn't I, have it i was like yeah, oh i'm sorry yeah. no yeah no, no no i i don't mind not having them because it means we're gonna have uh it Other means stuff. normal stuff is is happening again so right you said all your your events that you normally did in 2019 are coming back mm-hmm. again this year are there any that stick out in your mind is like i'm really excited for these obviously you you enjoy your events any, as you go anyone. to but if you could pick <laughs> if you could pick and say these yeah. are a few that i'm ex- i'm especially looking yeah forward to. well deadwood uh rodeo won large rodeo of the year last year for the prca so okay. that work that's kind of cool to be a part of that um and that that one that's one we're looking forward to but honestly we're just so Brian and I were talking about this today. We're just so excited that events are coming back because this is like what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a struggle to like sit there for almost a year of like, uh, hands in pocket. Like, what are we supposed to do now? Just like, do we just get a different job for a little, like, you can't just do that either, you know? <laughs> right. So like, um, it was, it, we're just so, but Deadwood is a Deadwood's a special one because they just won a big, uh, big event. And we have some new ones that are coming on this year that we're excited to go to. There's a couple concerts down in Iowa that we've never done before. Uh, Saturday in the park, July 4th weekend, Sioux City, Iowa. We've done that since that was our first ever event. Yeah, it's back. Okay. I can see they I missed it. We missed it last year, and I'm I'm so happy it's back. And not only is it back, it's two days, so we get to be <laughs> down there. I'm really excited for that one. Um, so that that is those two I can really like say now. But we're excited for all of these events, and and just knowing, especially the music events, knowing how pent up all these artists are going to be, it's going to be a fun summer to have a front row seat for all that. Well, it's, it's kind of two different things you've made me realize is that not only are people excited to do this, but like you're saying, the artists have been pent up. Yeah. And then now just listening to your voice and how it's gone up in the last five minutes, <laughs> yeah. I think it's fair to say that even yeah. you are pent up and oh, you're yeah. ready to like just put on displays anywhere and start doing stuff like that. As you much, that as, much as I hate dragging cables at two in the morning, <laughs> I am really looking forward to, <laughs> really looking forward to uh, seeing some live cameras. Camera one, go. <laughs> so yeah, ready nice. one. Go on. Nice. <laughs> well, so. I think we're all looking forward to more events coming back in a Absolutely. safe way and everybody doing what they can to, to let these events happen in a post-pandemic world. Yeah. So um, thank you for coming on and sharing your experiences with you with us, especially the snow cross and what you're looking forward to this year. And it, yeah. it definitely sounds like you're excited. Yeah, well, I yeah. I don't know if this needs to be an annual thing now because you said it's his third time. And now he's talking about everything going on this summer. So it's like, do we bring Nick on again next spring? And say, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, we're not far away. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. Right Let's here. see how well this screen works this summer. This new go. one. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's going to work great. What do you I know about? it as we have it. So that's one thing like I, I really think that people like our stuff is battle tested. Not only are we like putting it up for different events and this I, like I tell people about Dactronics with this stuff. We don't just have our screen put up on a wall and it sits there. Our stuff gets set up, torn down, and vibrates a thousand miles down the road to different events. And in the last 
was it 10 years? Almost 10 years. Next year, it'll be 10 years. We've had three mods of all our displays, three total that we've sent in for repair. Wow. Yeah. And the three, and, and I mean, like we're talking hundreds of events uh, and the three mods, two of them were stuck on LEDs. <laughs> one LED in the yeah. mod. Okay. And the other one was a broken louver, which was our fault. <laughs> So, um, I We're mean, not talking about the, the snowmobiler that ran into the just no, 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 okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> sorry, that one. that one doesn't count, that does not right. count, that, right. that, that, that one does was, not count. That was, that, fixed that was by not insurance, yeah, that, <laughs> that was not a Dactronics fault or an R fault, that was a, a stuck throttle on a snowmobile flying through the air. Uh, so that was nobody that that he one was okay, not, by the way, in case you not, didn't, yes, yeah, okay. you know, hit he hit the wall, but uh, that one, that one does not count, I'm not counting that, uh, <laughs> okay, in normal use. <laughs> uh, so so normal use yeah. 10 years three mods three mods total but that's total that's i mean we say that it's it's always important to all our customers right to make sure the displays are on and they're working properly but mm -hmm. it's different i would it's, just, it's different but it's the same it sounds weird but in your line of work you can't miss an event because mm -hmm. something doesn't work right like it's yeah. one of those that's your that's your livelihood is going around and putting on these events that you have contracts for so it just seems it's hard to say it's more important than like, no one's going to say it's not important to have the right. display on a work yeah. but I just feel like there's a unique aspect in the rental and staging business mm -hmm. because you're event dependent like that. Yeah. That's why we're always bringing spares too. Right. I, I mean, you can always, a lot of times there's something so simple as uh, a power supply will go out. Well, that's not anybody's fault. Mm -hmm. 10 years of power supply should go out. <laughs> Actually more should have gone out since then. Like it just should. And they haven't, but, um, you know, that's something very easily replaceable and we bring spares for that stuff. Uh, and the things we can't repair, that's what's nice about DAC with the repair center is it's so quick. When we need a fast turnaround, we can get in there and get it repaired. But we have so many extra spares for each of our displays because we don't want to be that. When we go out to a customer, we don't want to say, hey, sorry, couldn't get the display working. We'll get it figured out next year. Yeah, like, right. uh, the event is yeah. starting. Right? Yeah, like, the events now. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, hey, oh, that mod, uh, that LED is stuck on. All right, we'll just put a spare one in. You know, like yeah. It's, so. Instead of saying, "Oh, that mod's out," you just have this big black spot in the middle of your display now. Because yeah, maybe the, you swap no, it out. Yeah, I've yeah. been sitting here rattling my brain trying to find a better way to explain explain what I was asking Nick. But I think it's a sense that right, we've done we've done podcasts with services and different things before when. When there's a stadium arena, we always push, get in early a month, turn on all your displays, here's all your, your, your yep. checklist to go by to make mm -hmm. sure everything's working right. Well, that's like what Nick has to do, but like the day before day. the event starts every <laughs> single time, right? Yeah. So that, maybe that's a better way to think of it as like, there you go. it's a unique way of making sure that everything works for those yeah. events. And that's why, and that's also why we, that's also why like we'll do those things in April and October. Those are kind of our two months of the year where, okay, we just had a hard summer. Let's take everything apart in October. We clean it out. We put it back together, mm. rewire any wires that have maybe gotten damaged are replaced or repaired. Um, and it, I mean, that's just the, but we have, and you can call the service center to ask and look at our customer service records. <laughs> I know we've only paid for three modules this entire time. So that's, that's awesome. yeah, minus that's the snowmobile accident. Minus that one. Insurance. <laughs> Insurance paid for that one though. So that's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Nick, for joining us. That's yeah, thanks, awesome. Guys. Always great to hear from you. Oh, heck yeah. Thanks, Nick.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.